0: Ganeshāya namahā śrī saraswatyya namahā śrī skrūpyo Namah samastha niratam karunāmayam Namāmi cinmayam devam Sakurum brahmavitvaram Anojavam ārudatullya vedam Jitendriyam buddhimatāṁ varishtam Vāta-at-ya-jam-vāda-dayo-tam-ukhyam,
1: shri-ram-adhutam-sira-chādam-ami,
0: santo sini jagan namaskaram-mi-bhākyā-tvām, mi prasanna shankaram-shankaracharyam, Keshavam badarayalam Sutra-bhashya-dhavande
2: vandha
0: sacchitalam darūtāya viśvodpatyādihetave śrī vā. We'll read
2: these verses. Thirteenth chapter <coughs> Arjuna vacha,
1: Arjuna vācā
2: Prakṛtyam puruṣaṁ caiva
0: Ketraṁ ketraṁ nyamevacā Ketatve kitu mityāmi Jnānam keyam cakesava Śrī bhagavān vācā Hidam sarīram kaunte Kshetra mitya vidhiyate, e tadhyo vidhi Kshetra dhyan idhi Kshetra dhyam Yet, Jaya, Yet, we Sasha saikam ca panca cendriya gocharam icca veśasukham dukkham saṅkātas cetanādhṛti hi etas khetam samāsena sadhikāra mudādhṛtam Amen.
2: So we read that last time. Thirteen chapter, Kshetra Kshetratnya Vibhaga Yoga. (coughs) Arjuna is asking three pairs of questions. What is Kshetra? What is Kshetratnya? What is Purusha? What is Prakriti? Jnanam Neyap. Out of this we saw chetra. Kshetra Prakriti, Chetra and Prakriti is one and the same. Then Ketratnya, Purusha Neyap. these three are one and the same. Only one is out, that is Jnānam. Jnānam here in this thirteenth chapter used in a different way. Not the literal meaning jnanam, knowledge. But it is the vehicle to get to knowledge. Practicing which one can attain knowledge. So, it is used here in a special way. Now, what is chetra? <coughs> idam chariram kaunteya Chetram iti apitiyate. So this shari this body is kshetra. So idam shabda also, Bhashigara writes very elaborately. Idam shabda means whatever that you say, this. So that means the entire creation. So idam shabda means the entire creation including your body. Not only your body, but the mind, the intellect, the ego, all of them is called Kshetra. Kshetra means Chatanat, Kshetra. So, two, three meanings we gave last time. I hope, I hope you remember. Ashigara gives two, three meanings. Kshetra. Kshatatrāṇāt, Chayad, ksharāṇāt, These three meanings are there. Kshatatrāṇās, that which protects you from all injury. Then chayad that which is decay, disease, etc. Even if you don't do anything, it will automatically get destroyed. Then charana,, so it disintegrates perishes or disintegrates. And that which protects you from injury. And kshetra also means a field. A field like any kheti, you know, like cultivation. So some seeds are sown and then uh, it is cultivated. The same way the body is like a kshetra, a field for cultivation of the seeds of vasanas, that we brought from our life, past life. So where the seeds of vasana get fructified, that is what is called chetra. And then Bhagavan said, I am the chetratnya in all chetras. Chetratnyam chapi maam vidhis sarvatshetre shubharata. He did not say only human body, but he said all bodies. Including birds, animals, reptiles, or a mosquito in all bodies, the knower is Bhagavān, the Lord Himself. Then Bhagavān talked about what is Khetra. Mahabhutani Ahankaraha Buddhihi Avyakta Mevacha Indriyani Vasekamcha Panchachentriya Kocharaha. So, 24 factors. Mahabootani five elements in their subtle form. So you must have seen. I don't know. Have anybody, everybody read? If you have not read, go and read. <laughs> <laughs> ah, apanchi krtam pancha mahabootaihi krtam satkarma janyam <clears throat> The karana is made. Our mind is made (coughs) up of that. So here apanchi krta bhuta is what is told here, mahā-bhūtāṇī. Then Ahankaraha total ego. Then buddhi, total intellect. Avyaktam here means māyā, unmanifest, mulap prakriti. And indriyāṇī deshaikam, deshaṁ, indriyāṇī deshaṁ. So ten Indriyas, five sense organs of perception, five organs of action. E Kamcha, that is mind. Pancha Gocharaha. Indriya Gocharaha means organs of sense or objects. Indriya Gocharaha. Sabdas parsha ruparasagantha. So these are the twenty-four items. Then now the modification. Bhagavan said, I shall tell you the Prakriti and its modifications. So what are the modifications? Iccha dvesha sukham dukkham. Iccha means desire. Desire is always for something that you don't have. Ejjatiyam sukhatmagam artham ubalabdhavan purvam punaha tachyatiyam samulabhmanaha. Desire is a yeah, one who seeks, acquire, or an object that is already experienced. So that is called desire. See, you will not go, you will not desire for something that you have not experienced. <coughs> of course, some people are adventurous, they might try, you know, let me try this particular dish, I have not tasted. But that you have some experience of tasting food. That is why that is retained in the memory, but you are trying to, you are trying to see something different. That is all. But still that experience of food is there, so that will make you to go for it. This is called icha. Samadadum gachati tam arthaṁ samadadum icchati sukahedu riti. <coughs> So, sukha prapti. It has yielded sukham pleasure earlier. So, therefore, you seek. So, an experience when it has gone through and the memory of it retain in the memory and the mind asks for repeated performance. This is called desire. Dvesha. Again, <coughs> this is the, an antipathy. Dvesha ijjādīyam artham sukhaheduttvena anubhūdavān punahā tajjādīyam artham ulbhamānahā tam dvēstihī soyaṁ dvēśahā nyayatvād kṣetram So since it is known to you, something that is not pleasant, so an experience which is written in the memory as a bad experience, then that is called dvēśahā. So according to our Gurudev, there is nothing called hatredness. Hatredness is also love. Because whom you hate, the one who you love, (laughs) isn't it? See a person going going on the road, third party, you have no connection. You don't hate him. So whom you hate the most, the one who you love the most, isn't it? (laughs) Why he said that? You know that? Anybody else say, I will take it. But he should not say. Who? Husband <laughs> should not say. <laughs> so why? That means what? Love and hatredness, it is same There is no difference. Icchādreṣa, sukhaṁ, pleasure. Ānandah, so, that experience which makes you feel happy, contented. Pain. That which gives you pain. Chādveśa-sukham-dukkham. So, desire, anger or hatredness, pleasure, pain. Then, saṅkhātah. Saṅkhātah means a group. So, our body is a combination of so many things. Head, trunk, body, <coughs> inside there are so many things, heart, lungs, pancreas, kidney, liver, ityadi. It is a combination of group of things, an assemblage of things. So that is called saṅkhātā, chetanā. Chetanā means a manifested consciousness, a reflected consciousness. It's called chetanā. So the reflected consciousness being experiential, therefore also it is called Chetra. It belongs to Chetra. Chetra, the definition Bhagavan, idam shariram kaunteya. Whenever you say this, I know this, that comes under Chetra. So when you say I know, what is that? I know that knowledge. That consciousness, awareness, I am aware of this, it is also coming under Kshetra. So, all of them are Kshetra. So, whenever we talk about what is Kshetra, these two verses should come to your mind. Yes. Eda kshetram samasena Now, having said, explained what is Chetra, Bhagavān should have naturally gone to kshetrajñā. He is not. That is why this first verse somebody added is very important. <laughs> Otherwise you get so confused with the tshetra. So, suddenly Bhagavān is taking up jñānam, not kshetrajñā. Kshetrajñā will come later. Chitraddhya was briefly given, that's all, not elaborately. Now he is giving jnanam. (coughs) (coughs) So here jnanam is used in a very special way. Jnanam here here means the values. So there are twenty values Bhagwan is giving here. And this gives you preparation for gaining knowledge. Last time I told you that, you know, the Bombay railway station. Uh, madras is standing, platform number eight. It's not that madras is standing there. Madras bound train. If you sit in that train, chances are there you will reach second day madras. So, that train is called Madras. The same way here, jñānam. So this value, if you practice, then there are chances of gaining knowledge. That is the hmm. Now let us read. Āmāṇitvam adam vittvam. Āmāṇitvādam vittvam. rājyavam ācāryo pāsanam śaucaṁ ācāryo pāsanam śaucaṁ zhairya mātma vinikraha zhairya mātma vinikraha āmālittva māni means ātmani pujyatva bhāvana is māni māni naha the one who demands respect from others, <coughs> he doesn't command respect, he wants respect. Why? Because he thinks he's qualified. This is called māni. <coughs> so, tat abhāvahā amānita. So, ātmani pujyata bhāvana. <coughs> Now, but there is a problem here. Humility. What is the fine line (laughs) to practice? In this country, you cannot practice humility. Why? You have to announce yourself that you are so-and-so, and and you have this qualification, and when you go for an interview, you have to say you have the right person, and that they think it is a self-confidence. And if you say, humble I am, you know, (laughs) I don't have a qualification as you think like that, then you don't get a job. (laughs) So, where we should put, what is the fine line there, you know. So, we have to understand, an exaggerated qualification is fine. There is nothing wrong in that. And you should have confidence in that also. That is also there is nothing wrong, but one should not look down upon others. One who is less qualified or less fortunate, one should not look down upon. This tendency is called (laughs) māṇita. So it is not that you should not have confidence in your abilities. That is not what is meant here. Generally a māṇi has got a problem but that he, he looked down upon others. So that is where the point we have to understand. Manam, <coughs> so there was one artist, a sculpture was there, so he went to an astrologer and set his horoscope and said, September 24th, fourth, four 4.30, you will die. So perfect the cal- calculation. So this man heard, and this we heard one month earlier, August 24th, he heard this. So he said, okay, fine, now what to do? <clears throat> so he went to his studio, closed the door, and started working. September 24th, 3, 4 o'clock, 4.20, Yamatūtas entered. When the Yamaduthas entered the studio, to the surprise of Yamatūtas, what did they see? They saw 20 artists sitting there, identical, 20 of them. Now, if they touch the wrong person, the right person will escape. (laughs) So they sent a lightning call to their boss, (coughs) Yamaraj. We have an emergency situation, you have to come yourself. So Bhagwan came, Yamaraj came, looked at the whole situation, oh, you are right, (laughs) it's a very difficult situation. (laughs) If you make a mistake, the right person will escape. So therefore... So Amaraj walked around, admired the whole beautiful work of this artist, rather loudly. And he said, what a great artist! (coughs) Even, you see, so identical. Even in the nature, God's creation, you find differences. Because if there are twins are there, you know, there is some difference always there. <laughs> but here you see, it is such a matching identity. <laughs> what a wonder! It is a great artist. He is to be applauded and all that, he said. And this man sitting amongst all these twenty idols, he is listening.
1: <laughs>
2: and suddenly this yamaraj said, but I see one fault." <laughs> Now he could not control. what is the fault? He <laughs> said, this is the fault. <laughs> Mānaṁ. <laughs> that pride did not allow him to contain that criticism. Ātmanī pujyattva bhāvanā. Now, then, dambitvaṁ. Dambitvaṁ is Sosya anyatha prakatana. Pretending to be somebody else. Showing himself to be different. Showing himself to be very charitable, but he is not charitable. (coughs) So publicity he wants, but he himself is not charitable person. So, atmani adambittvam, sadharma prakati garanam, dambittvam, tadagavaha adambittvam. Pretentiousness, hypocrisy, showing himself to be different, showing very charitable, but does nothing. God show off, especially in the fundraising banquet and all that, people come and, you know, meranambhi ten thousand dollars, anonymous. <laughs> you already announced your name. <laughs> this is, this kind of thing. And, but afterwards if you get that money from them, it's very difficult. <laughs> that But publicity they want. So, they have, see the first one is, he's qualified. And he is proud about his qualification, kharadhana, etc. He is handsome, he is educated, he is coming from a good family, all those things. There is a reason to be proud. But the dumpy, he doesn't have anything. <laughs> but he is, he is completely hollow. <coughs> but he still pretend to be that, I am different. So he show off that I am this. He is not qualified. He will go to some parties and all that. There he will say, I have come to this country with twenty dollars, now I am worth twenty million. That is the time the Swami is somewhere there, he will ask hey, oh, we are running in an ashram, can you donate? it? Then, oh, oh, immediately the tone will change.
1: <laughs>
2: what, Swami is are all in the paper only, I don't know.
1: <laughs>
2: so that kind of attitude is called dumbi. Dambha. (coughs) Dambittam. See, Dubravdana was a dambi. See, dambi people, what happens is, they are not happy that they torture somebody, but they want to see how they are suffering. So Duryodhana once sent Pandavas to the forest, twelve years plus one year. So Duryodhana was not happy, but he heard that these people are okay. Now his, uh, these uh, spy work, they came and told them, told Duryodhana that even though Pandavas are you know, in the forest, but they are having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like it. So what he did? He, did? he took all his um, big paraphernalia, pomp and show, the entire battalion of army there and this. He took there where the Pandavas were staying in the forest, near there. This person went and put up his tent and started drinking, dancing and, you know, all kinds of uh, to show, to show off. That, you know, how I am enjoying, you people are suffering. That is the place where Gandharva used to be frequent. So when the Gandharvas came, Chitra Ratha and others came, and the Duryodhana occupied the place. He said, hey, this is what we used to come here and move from here. Nothing wrong. This is my country. Then there was a fight between Chitraratha and Duryodhana, and Duryodhana was no match for Chitraratha. And he was defeated, he was taken as a prisoner. Duryodhana was taken as a prisoner. Even Karna could not defeat <coughs> Then one soldier escaped from that and went and told Yudhishthira that Duryodhana being imprisoned, taken as a prisoner by Chitraratha, and when Yudhishthira heard this, Arjuna and Bhima heard this, they were very happy. <laughs> very good. We could not do anything. Somebody else doing our job. Thank you very much. We want to thank <laughs> Chitra Rasa. Yudhishthira said, nothing doing. <laughs> See, if we have a difference between, within our family, if we have difference of opinion, that is within the family. But if foreigner come and attack, we should be
1: one.
2: <laughs> A third party come and attack, we should join together and we should not show our difference. So go and rescue him." So Yudhisthira said, go and rescue him. And Imaya and Arjuna went and challenged Citra. Chitra was not laughing, what are you doing? <laughs> this is the person who sent you to forest, now you want to rescue him? Yeah. No, this is what our Said, yes. <laughs> so Arjuna fought with Chitrada and defeated Chitranatha and returned, he brought the Yudhisthira back. No, not Yudhisthira, Vuryodhana back. Then you see the, 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 the mbi, how the is. He didn't like that Arjuna released him. <coughs> he could not take it. So he found out who went and told Yudhisthira. Which soldier went and told Yudhisthira. And that soldier he called. And he said, he fought with him and killed him. But this is called the <laughs> See How, how uh, treacherous they are. Because uh, his pride is gone. Atma abhanittam adambittam ahimsa. Ahimsa is ahimsanam praninam apidanam ahimsa. Ahimsa is non-injury. Non-injury at three levels, physical, mental and intellectual level. Physical level injury is, non-injury is difficult to practice. If you cut vegetable, if, otherwise you'll have to walk all the time like the jains or munis, you know, closing the mouth and then with the jādu. But even jādu also you, you will, <laughs> it is your, you think that you are not killing, but you are not, you are killing. Even if your toothbrush you take every day, morning, and look through the <laughs> magnifying glass, how many <laughs> living things are there. <coughs> so it's very difficult, <coughs> physically. But this ahimsa to be practiced by whom, that also determines. <coughs> Why? Because if ahimsa is practiced by a sannyasi, or a grihastha or a raja, three levels. So if a sannyasi is practicing ahimsa. Somebody comes and that that, that adage goes, you know, somebody come and slap on your cheek, the other cheek also you should show. That is to the sannyasi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you are a grihastha your wife and children are there. And the neighbor is coming and disturbing your wife and children. At that time you cannot tell. <coughs> You show the other chikhas. No. There the husband is supposed to protect the family. There he has to show. At least some protection. I will call you the police and all, threatening and all you can do. It is not that you should do physically fight, but at least show your uh, this thing. Yeah. Now suppose he is raja. So that is why this Ahimsa, the value is, was misunderstood, literally taken. So Ashoka and Bhindisara, they embraced the Buddhism, and then they, what happened? They refused to fight. What happened because of that? The foreigners had a walkover. And due to that particular wrong understanding, our country suffered thousands of years of slavery. That's a fun misunderstanding. See? If that is the case, a boy Bhagavan is asking Arjuna to fight? <laughs> so Bhagavan said that, after having decided to fight, get up. So, so at the same time Bhagwan is talking about Ahimsa here. <laughs> that means it is to be understood into what context this is and to whom it is given. So if it is a raja, for the sake of his country, he has to take up arm, he should, because he has to protect his nation. So identifying with the total country for the sake of the country, that's like, it is not the particular action that is determined as good or bad, you see, himsa or ahimsa. It is attitude with which you perform. So doctor also take up the knife and cut. Cut open. Ah. But that is Himsa. But for what it is doing? For saving the patient. So, the same way here also, for the country's sake, if we have to fight, it is not considered insa. Then, more importantly, Manasa Vacha, walk. Sometimes the words are more powerful than even arrows. (laughs) Ah, So some some words you speak, people carry that for generation, isn't it? That's why some Hindi movie there, (laughs) Badala. Third remote generation gets it. Poor guy, he has not done anything. His grandfather insulted. His grandfather did. So, <laughs> they handed over the insult. <laughs> what? They can't. They should I handed over some money or something? But insult they can. That's called words. One has to be. That's why in 17 chapter he 's is going. To, vakyam satyam, priyam, hitam. All these uh, conditions are there. <clears throat> Anyway, intellectually also one should not insult idea, Somebody gives some idea immediately. What a foolish idea you give like that. Don't say. Appreciate it and then, you know, point out the differences. <coughs> Ahimsa. Chanti. Shanti. Shama. para para prapto parā-parā-thaprāpto avikriya So this ability to forgive others, śānti. <coughs> so the point is one who never feel offended, that's called like mother, never feel offended by her child, son, even if, you know, in this country children growing up, they will say, you are a fool, you are an idiot, you don't know anything. <coughs> they will straight away insult the mother. And somebody else listening to it, he gets offended. But the mother never feels, kādha kācāya kācā, doesn't know. That thought, you know, that kind of a bhav <coughs> is called shanti. shama vīraṣya said. Unless you are, inside you are strong, you will not be able to forgive others. So, Chama. In uh, Vivek Chudamani, Bhagavan Shankaracharya gives a definition for it. Sahanam sarvadukhānaam apratikāra purvakam chinta vilap sati tiksā nirakatyate. Sahanam sarvadukhānaam, small pinpricks in life, one should take it in our life. Āpradīkāra purvakam. Generally we have a tendency to put blame on others. I am suffering because the moment this mother-in-law came, that day onwards my Satyanash
1: <laughs>
2: jindagī kharāb ho gaya. Or brother-in-law has come. Or nothing is available, starts. It is Shani is looking at the, uh, the Surya, uh, sun. Sun and the shini, they are crossing each other, looking at each other. That's why I am suffering. Somewhere we have to put the blame. <coughs> no. Then Pradikāra Bhava, Pradikāra. That also not there, but some people have got Chinta cinta mm-hmm. Keep on talking about it. That's one way of Outlet, you know, let out the tension. Otherwise, they have to go to the, these people here in this country, they go to yes, a psychiatrist and chinta vilavam. Then, for paying money, they will keep on talking and so on. But here, our society is free available.
1: <laughs>
2: they call the Swami and then stop. <laughs> one hour, why are you telling? I want to tell somebody. <laughs> and, lo, I am available. <laughs> the more you talk about it, more you are giving validity to it. That is the problem. It is something like a wound. You keep on opening the wound and then inspecting it. Then what happens? You don't allow the wound to heal. <laughs> Same way, this hurt that you felt, don't don't keep on reveling in it, then it becomes a problem. Shanti, forgive, forget. Then arjavam, arjavam means straightforwardness. What you speak, what you think, there should be some <coughs> honesty. Very Not crookedness. What you think and what you say, totally different. (coughs) Like Japanese, they have layers of personality. Outside one personality, inside, totally different. When he look at you, Mm -hmm. he has an opinion already formed about you. But nicely tell you. Both they have had and all that. Very nice and you have come to my humble house, which is an honor, at the same time they are thinking, what a fool he is, why I am why I am saying this. This kind of a conflict, dichotomy should not be there. (coughs) Arjavam. That's why Arjuna has got this name, Rajusso Arjuna. Arjuna. Acharyo Parsanam Rujubavaha Avakaratum Acharyo Parsanam Motrasadana Upadesh Tuhu Acharya Sisrushadi Pryogena Sevanam. So this is Acharya Uparsanam Achinoti Acharya Iti Acharya. The one who practices what he speaks is called Acharya. Anybody coming out of the Mission program, two years of course, Vedanta course, is called Acharya. Whether he practices or not doesn't matter, he is given a title. So we are not talking about that Acharya here. Acharya means the one who practices <coughs> what he speaks. It's <clears> called <throat> The one who sits near him, I call upāsana. See, now I am looking at you, you are looking at me. Now one of you come and sit next to me and then look. Your vision will be different, isn't it? <coughs> the same way you come closer to the teacher, and the what the teacher sees, then you will be able to see. So, seeing the vision of the master, that is called upasana. <coughs> not massaging his feet and making chutney, vadai, and all that's not. <laughs> That is also okay. (laughs) That (laughs) alone is not. (laughs) Pasaram. Acharyo Pasaram. Shaucham. Purity. Outside and inside. Purity of thought. Shaucham. Kaya Malanam murjyalabhyam prakshalanam antacca manasaham pratipakṣabhāvanaya rāgādhim alānām apanayanam shaujham. <coughs> so, mental purity is very important. So, mental impurity, so one should be conscious of the death in the mind. See, some people are not even conscious, that is a problem. See, once you become conscious, then what happens? Then you will automatically want to do something about it. You will not be able to live with the death. See, every day you are looking at it, I am thinking I should remove it. No. (laughs) So once you know it is a death, you want to get rid of it. Same way in the mental mind also, there are impurities. Impurities means impure thoughts. Those thoughts make you miserable. That thought, one should not entertain, one should get out of it. <coughs> the sensitive of impurities, inner impurities. Such a person alone can make change in their life. So shaucham, so ācāryo fāsalam shaucam, ātma vinikraha means steadfastness. Whatever sacrifice necessary, one is ready to do that. Stadium. Whatever undertaking you take, there is a consistency. And until I reach the goal, I will not stop. That kind of a <coughs> perseverance. Stadium. What for? one sthirabhāvahā. mocha marge eva krita vyavasāyittho. Atma. So sthirabhāvah. That's the consistency. Sthirabhāvahā. steadfastness Ātmā <coughs> vinigraḥ. It's dharma paribhālane sthirah. <coughs> dharma paribhālane sthirah. That's sthirabhah. <coughs> <coughs> practicing dharma, righteousness, one should be sthiram. It is not that according to convenience we practice, uh, adjustment and all that things, No, Whenever there is, a, you know, you can get away with a lie, it's okay. I am not doing any harm, why not? No, that kind of an attitude should not be there. It is a lie, I should not say. So that, that is the point we have to understand here. Sthiravaha, dharma paribhalane sthirnaam. <coughs> Atma vinigraha ability to control or check the activities of the mind and the senses. Atma vinigraha. Atma vinigraha. Atmanaha. Atma-shabda-vācyaśya kārya-karana-sankhātasya-virigrā. So kārya-karana-sankhātā. Kārya-karana-sankhātā. One is kāryam, another is karana. <coughs> so here it is, our antakkarana is the instruments. And the kāryam here is the body. So the santakkarana and the body, kārya-karana-sankhātā. So one should have certain control over it. Vinikirahaha. So, sarvataha pravartasya sanmarge eva nirodhaha. Atma vinikirahaha. So, naturally, there is a tendency to go, the mind has got a tendency to go impulsively, whatever that it likes. But one should become conscious of it and guide the mind properly. This is called control. So word control we don't like it. Most of them because it's a negative approach. <coughs> so we have to tell our mind. We are directing the mind towards the right. <coughs> it is something like road rules. When you want to drive safely, there are certain rules you have to follow. The same way this vehicle called body and the inner (coughs) engine called mind-intellect. This should be driven properly. This taking this body and the mind-intellect vehicle in the path of life, we can drive only when we follow certain rules, niyamās. So that's called ātmā-vinī-kṛhā. right. Then indriyārthe śu-vairāgyam. indriyarthe śu-vairāgyam. Anahankāra evacha. Anahankāra evacha janma hrtyu jarā vyādhi janma hrtyu jarā vyādhi dukha-doṣānudarṣa-nam I think it is time now, right? Hmm. dhriyārthesu hai rākyam anahankārhevacca janma-mattu jarā dosa Items are there. Vairagya Indriyarthesh Vairagya. Sense objects. Vairagya means dispassion. Now, this is a very difficult one to practice, right? Vairagya means free from ragadvesha. That is the point neither too much liking nor too much dvesa, disliking. If it is there, like an old furniture in the house, whether you, you have a particular liking for it or dislike for it, isn't it? The same way all object, if you are able to <coughs> look upon in this manner, This is called vairāgyam. It is not that you should not indulge. So this is one problem we have. Vairāgyam means I don't want. That is dvesha. And that dvesha, what happens? It creates more problem. Because I am a vairāgyi, nobody should see I'm indulging. That is why in the society, what happens, like Muslims, you know, when they come to Taiwan, they used to come to Taiwan for business. According to the Bible, uh, not Quran, they are not supposed to drink alcohol. So what they say? You give me in a steel glass, mixed with (laughs) (coughs) coca-cola. Whiskey, mixed with coca-cola, given in a steel glass, then you don't know what you are drinking. Others won't. Why? (laughs) Because that value is not understood assimilated so these are the values we have to educate ourselves so unless it is educated if it is given in the qur'an or a bible or gita we will not accept it unless it is assimilated in order to assimilate what is necessary it is to be educated so what exactly how it is to be done how it should be practiced what are the consequences all those things to be Understood well, then it becomes your value. Otherwise, it becomes somebody's value. So, a value is to be valuable to you. Only then that value has a meaning. Okay, we'll see that next class
0: eva va shishyate om shanti shanti
1: shanti hari om